0: Hey guys, happy Wednesday. This is Lois Kofi on another impromptu monologue episode of Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, my podcast and my movement um, to helping you, you self-discover your best health, your best wealth, and the best wisdom (laughs) that works for you that will help you live your best life. And so I wanted to come to you guys today because I've been having an amazing, amazing time with my five-day free health challenge. And it's not too late. You can still sign up and it's January 25th. You can actually sign up till the 27th. And then um, this is the first and last time I'll be offering this up for free, but you're more than welcome to to come and check that out at loiskofi.com forward slash health challenge. But today... I I wanted to share with you because we just um, went through our second meditation inside of that challenge um, and it was around addictive behaviors and we were reflecting on that um, during the meditation we did this morning as well as just I was reflecting on my own journey and then many, many conversations with people who are struggling to just say no. You know, I, um, I do want to offer up respect for those who have found that the abstinence model works for you. I know for me and many of my friends, um, it's very, very difficult. Uh, I was also in health and fitness for 14 years. So I studied this. I lived it. I coached 10,000 people around sugar, around food and emotional eating, um, even fitness addiction. Believe it or not, I was addicted to fitness. I had this certain belief that if I, didn't, if I wasn't skinny, if I didn't have six-pack abs, um, I wasn't enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't skinny enough, almost to a point where I was pretty much almost anorexic. I lost my period. I went through two years of that. And then it led to other things like injuries, because when you think you can't miss a day to work out or you're not enough, right? Um, I eventually found myself injured and not able to run, right? So what I discovered is that a lot of our um, limiting beliefs, uh, not feeling enough, needing to be perfect, needing to be seen um, as a certain way, uh, comparing ourselves to others, uh, all of these different things that lead us down a path of wanting to numb ourselves, Uh, Mine started with sugar as a little kid. I think all of us can probably identify with that. And sugar was a comfort. It's eight times more addictive than cocaine. And it's very, very, very prevalent in our society. You can't go to a convenience store without sugar right there in front of your face. You oftentimes can't even go to a doctor's office or someplace where they offer the kids candy right? So you've heard that phrase, like a kid in a candy store. Well, uh, you know, we don't necessarily get told anything other than you can't have it or just say no, abstain from that thing that you're looking for comfort. And when you recognize, and what I've learned in the last two years is I transferred um, an addiction to sugar and caffeine in my twenties. So a lifelong addiction to sugar. Throwing on Starbucks on top of that, so caffeine and sugar and soy milk, which I found out later wasn't so great for me. I was consuming it daily, right? And it was impacting my health. It was impacting um, mental, physical, spiritual health. And I just decided to wean myself off. So I willed myself, because again, in my mind, this is bad for me. This is bad, Lois. You're being bad right now. Just like when you're a little kid, if, if, if you do something and you, your parents get upset, you're like, oh gosh, I, I'm bad. I'm I'm the bad person. And a lot of times there's shame around that. There's guilt. Um, there may even be resentments. And so I went through my first 30 years with those tendencies, those behaviors. And I just said, you know what? I'm going to become a sugar Nazi, <laughs> like uh, the soup Nazi on uh, Seinfeld, no soup for you, and um, I thought once I got off of sugar and caffeine, I was perfect. I felt that need to be seen as perfect, almost like a, a fitness and nutrition guru. And sure enough, a couple of years later, I turned to alcohol. And then, not overnight, but over a few years, I had converted or transferred that one soothing mechanism actually to coffee and sugar over to alcohol. So I never got to the root cause of it. And our brain has been impacted, right? We've been programmed. Our brain is still developing till we're 25 years of age. And any micro traumas, any stressors, getting cut off in traffic, an argument you might have with your spouse, um, even hearing no after a sales process, Right. I've been there. I've done all of that and found myself drinking more alcohol, working more. And finally, enough was enough. And I said, why do I keep transferring habits? Why do I keep finding myself in this autopilot cycle of reaching for something outside of me in order to cope, in order to feel soothed? You know, our brain has pleasure centers in it. We are, we were born and created to have imagination, to feel pleasure. And yet a lot of what society says is, no, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just say no. And unfortunately, I will, I will say I've lost many friends to suicide, addiction, including family members. And I think it's time to, to stop just saying no and come together and have honest conversations first with yourself, like I did. Like, why? Why? And, and there's all of these other things, right? Like our cell phone. How many times do you do that a day? How many times do you check your messages? All of those dopamine hits that give you um, false pleasure. Again, that is outside ourselves. And then that can impact you in so many ways, not just your health. It impacts your relationships. I was very disconnected from my children, from my husband, and I needed help. So uh, thankfully, I found the right guides, the right tools. And it took me really a good 18 months to peel back all of the layers because I'm 5 I've gone through four and a half decades. Of addictive behaviors, tendencies. Oh, another one too, that, you know, people don't think about is people pleasing can be addictive. Giving, helping other people can be addictive because it's been known, you know, givers gain, you give someone help and then you feel better, right? And a lot of people do that without getting compensated properly, oftentimes even without asking, right? and that causes strains in relationships and again it impacts your health and it impacts your finances especially if you're overgiving and then it impacts the ability to rest to be true to yourself all of it so addictive behaviors are a part of our society it's a part of our our culture and we've got to start going within and really deep diving as to the why behind this. And I found that some of mine was definitely childhood trauma, but it was even ancestral trauma that was carried through my parents, through me in utero. And there's a whole nother conversation on that that I I won't go into today, but we really got to become empowered. Today on my day two of the health challenge, my guest speaker, Melissa Costello is going to be talking about becoming an empowered eater Instead of an emotional eater, right? Food is one of the biggest addictive behaviors because you need to eat, right? You really need to eat. You can't not, right? And workaholism, working too much, I that was a big one for me. And while you kind of gotta work to make a living, right? It really helped me understand the homeless population because after a while, you know, you just realize, you know, why am I here? What am I doing? And it actually makes a lot of sense sometimes. The great resignation is happening. It's a symptom of a much, 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 much bigger, I think, opportunity we have as a society to really start asking, why do we keep repeating the same mistakes? Why does alcoholism run in the family? Why, why, why? And so really getting to that root cause is so key. So hopefully this kind of helped you think, really just challenge yourself to, if you're transferring habits or if you keep repeating the same addictive behaviors over and over again, maybe challenging yourself to go deeper, to introspect, to meditate, to get help, to get support. There's no shame in it. I had a lot of shame around admitting my addictive behaviors and looking in the mirror was really, really hard for me, but it was the best beginning that i could ever give to myself to my marriage to my children now that i've released a lot of the trauma i've i've introspected i've gotten to the root pulling the the weeds out by the root and planting new seeds of hope faith love compassion for myself again not an overnight journey especially if you're 45 However, there is hope. I just want to encourage you about that. Don't be ashamed. Reach out. If I can be of service, you know, shoot me an email at info at Lois Kofi. I'm here to listen and to be able to maybe refer or to guide or to support. I'll also be working on a, a mentorship opportunity for people to work with me at a much, much deeper level. And of course, if you're watching this on the 25th, 26th, or 27th, it's not too late to jump into my health challenge, loiskoficom forward slash health challenge. If you are really, really struggling and you're just like, gosh, I need to be in a community. I need to go somewhere where they're talking about these real conversations. And you're in a community of like-minded people who are all wanting to say enough is enough. Just saying no isn't working for me. And of course, I always wanna say this disclaimer, um, if you do have a, a, a need for rehabilitation, rehab, um, and you, you wanna get support, um, I may not be that person for you, but find someone because these patterns keep repeating, they pass down to your children and generations ahead. And so to be able to wake up to your truth, to your wholeness, your perfection, your completeness, and really get to the root cause can actually heal the collective, not just yourself, but your children and your ancestors forwards and back. So you're taking one for the team, um, you know, you're raising your hand and saying enough is enough. And and I want to I want to get help. I want to get support because then then things can start to shift and you can see increases in your health, improvements in your finances And of course, improvement in your relationships. I think that's the the biggest one that I've seen is deeper, richer, more real, authentic relationships. Because when you're riding on those addictive behaviors, it's hard to be real. It's hard to be authentic because again, behaviors have a hold of you and you're not really coming from your highest and best version of yourself. So if you saw value in this today, and just again, opening up the door to the conversation that again, the just say no model didn't work. In fact, for me, it was very oppressive. And I found myself backsliding a lot with that. So please hit the share button if you saw some value in here today. And just remember that you are worthy. You matter um, by you getting to the root cause and sharing about it, speaking about it. Who knows who may be listening that you're helping inspire to make, and I guess empower them not to make, cause we can't make anyone do anything to empower others to, to take that opportunity to raise their hand and say, yeah, I want to, I want to be different so I can do different so I can have different results in my life. Thanks so much for tuning in guys until next time. Here's to your best health your best wealth, and again, that best wisdom to go inward to getting to that root cause and really taking an honest look at yourself and making shift happen. All right. Bye-bye for now.